0: Listen, listen to this man. He got some good news for you. Hey, everybody, gather near. The doctor's in the house, so lend him your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house, let the doctor know what's bothering you, I'm sure he can tell you just what to do, the doctor is in the house, doctor is in the house, let the doctor know what's bothering you, the doctor is in the house. If you have a pain, call a doctor. If you have a sprain, call a doctor. Let the doctor know what you're going through. Let him tell you what's good for you. Because the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Call a doctor. Call a doctor.
1: good afternoon everyone dr ron here the host of dr ron unfiltered uncensored with another smart chat and we're doing this because our other smart chats were so well received so thank you for that Listeners, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And with that... I welcome you with an attitude of gratitude because gratitude improves our quality of life and gets rid of negative emotions. And speaking about negative emotions, Thursday, October 1st, we have a great guest, an international best-selling author on Amazon and new releases. Her name is Carrie Rowan, and she's going to give us some steps how to tell our story in a more positive way and bring more joy into our life so that'll be thursday afternoon at 4 p.m uh special guest carrie rowan so my listeners know that the the purpose of the of of my podcast over the last five years has been so that you can be the ceo of your own body and you have the right to ask questions and get answers very important in these days and you know we're finding this word grateful more and more. I've been using it for five years, but grateful people are happier and less depressed and less stressed and more satisfied with their lives and social relationships. Don't we need that today? So it looks like Dr. Smith can't make it with us today, so we're just going to go ahead and plow forward. I, uh, to be honest with you, I did take some time today and go to the beach I got some grounding in uh, with my wife and uh, enjoyed the Gulf of Mexico with water temperatures of 90 degrees. So if I'm a little uh, out of it at times, well, please have a, a little patience with me, but we'll get to the meat of everything. So uh, the last couple of chats we talked about COVID and we've talked about the testing, but today's coronavirus forecast, has scattered propaganda with patches of manipulated statistics. There's a fair chance of misinformation and a strong surge of high pressure. Virtue, virtue signaling and guilt and patronizing. And this is all moving in from our deep states in our government. For tomorrow, expect more of the same. Wow. Okay, so I just got a, a message here that said if we tested people's IQs as frequently as we test for coronavirus, we'd have a we'd find a lot of idiots. Well, it's probably true. So let's get on. Let's talk a little bit about COVID, a little bit about the vaccines and we'll see where where we go with this. So first i have to ask everybody do you think covid is covid is a science? Has the virus actually been defined? Think about that. Have you seen a electron microscopic picture of the virus? Do they have all the nucleic acids of this virus or just a snippet of it? Do you think the case numbers and Death numbers have been drastically inflated. Do you really think there's a pandemic? Why is a diagnostic test that has so many holes and that has never been properly validated, been deployed? And how many obfuscations has the CDC planted to hide official secrets? So that's where we're going to be coming from today. Okay, so you're welcome to uh, chat your messages in or call in. I'll c- come back to the the, uh, the radio board every so often. And uh, in the meantime, I'll go to my notes. Let's just talk about the vaccine from moderna okay it's really incredible right warp speed vaccine from moderna moderna doesn't even own all the patents but tony fauci owns patents on it gates owns patents on it i should say the, the foundation does and the results from phase 1 human trial revealed that the 100 microgram dose it had 100% side effect ratio after the second dose. So let me read that again. Results from Moderna's phase one human trial revealed the 100 microgram dose vaccine had a 100% side effect ratio after the second dose and now is proceeding to phase three trial assessment. Moderna has no legal right to a key patent for its vaccine delivery system. Moderna sought to invalidate the patent for lipid nanotechnology that is owned by Airbutas Biopharma, but they they lost that at the end of July 2020. Executives now, listen to this, at Moderna have cashed in stock options, taking in about $90 million in personal profits since January. Two Moderna executives have now sold off all their stock holdings In the company and its general counsel has sold nearly all of hers. AstraZeneca, they've been making the news. They temporarily halted their phase three vaccine trials due to a suspected serious and unexpected adverse reaction in a British participant. AstraZeneca did not divulge the nature of the adverse reaction, but an anonymous source claims the trial participant was found to have transverse myelitis, an inflammatory condition that affects the spinal cord and frequently triggered by viral infections. You feel, feel safe about these now? You feel safe about this vaccine? Warp Speed, deliver 300 million doses of this vaccine by 2021, if not sooner. But will it be safe? Will it be effective? There, these vaccines are going straight to human clinical testing foregoing the lengthy animal trials altogether. This fast tracking of vaccine poses unknown risks. But more importantly, and just as important, governments are granting COVID-19 vaccine makers immunity from all liability for all vaccine injuries and deaths that occur after the vaccines are recommended or mandated by public health officials. So there's a, a National Vaccine Injury Court That's where you'd have to go if you were paralyzed by one of these vaccines or, or your body developed an autoimmunity, you would be suing the government that you have funded by your tax dollars. Think about that. And if we have time, and I'm still awake here, we'll talk about 1986 when the vaccine companies were let off the hook with no liability from damage from vaccines. At the end of July 2020, AstraZeneca announced most countries it expects to supply with COVID-19 vaccine will grant pharmaceutical company complete liability protection if people are harmed. In the United States, vaccine makers already have somewhat of a free pass when it comes to vaccine injury liability and lawsuits through the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act of 1986. And also the Public Readiness and Emergency Preparedness Act passed in 2005. So a concern is that the combination of COVID-19 vaccines being fast-tracked to market at warp speed with minimal testing together with blanket liability protection against vaccine injuries could be a public health nightmare in the making. And Bill Gates is telling our President Trump, don't worry about the, the side effects. Just keep going on. Don't worry about it, he says. You can, you can. He's on YouTube saying, don't worry about the side effects. And Gase tries to justify side effects of fast-track vaccines. Side effects that included fatigue, chills, headache, muscle pain called myalgia. 21% suffered one or more severe events. So Gates is saying these side effects are largely due to the high dose Moderna had to use in order to get antibody levels that they wanted. But if high dosages are required to create robust enough immune response, the higher dosages can also cause systemic side effects in nearly all people. Just how safe will this vaccination campaign be? Let me just remind you. In twenty and the twenty years that vaccine makers have tried to develop a coronavirus vaccine, and remember, coronaviruses have been around for a long time. It causes the common cold. In the twenty years that vaccine makers have tried to develop a coronavirus vaccine, efforts have failed due to dangerous and many times times lethal side effects. And you can read you can uh, read about how they, had a a vaccine against a coronavirus that had tremendous antibody protection, and they used ferrets. Then they exposed the ferrets to the actual virus. They all died. Think about that. Again, be the CEO. Don't just take my word for it. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., he's a, he's a champion of vaccine. He's not an anti-vaccine person. He's not anti-vax. He's just for safe vaccinations. He says that three of the 15 human guinea pigs in the high-dose 250-microgram cohort suffered a serious adverse event within 43 days of receiving the Moderna jab. Moderna acknowledged that three volunteers developed a grade three systemic events defined by the FDA as preventing daily activity and requiring medical intervention. And, guess, you know, and, and Moderna for this trial only allowed very healthy volunteers to participate. Just imagine giving it, giving it to us seniors or those with autoimmune disease or Those with chronic diseases or obesity, diabetes, fibromyalgia, you name it. What injury would it occur? What injuries would occur in the 1.5 billion humans if it was administered to every person on Earth? And you know, Gates wants everybody inoculated. Think about it. Forget about the patent problems; they will straighten that out. But they, they it is, it is, uh, you know, it is another story because they really didn't get all their patent work together until they went into a partnership with the U.S. National Institute of Health to develop a vaccine, and the NIH holds patents on the core MRNA technology used by Moderna. That's the one we'll talk about a little later that some people are calling transhumanism. So as we're developing this vaccine, the lawyers will have to sort out whether Moderna and the NIH are engaged in patent infringement. Well, that's, not for us. And remember, Moderna executives have made millions and are are hitting the road on this thing with their stocks. What do they, do you ever think, what do they know that we don't know? What do do the executives know about this vaccine they're not telling us? Because coronavirus vaccines have never been successfully made. Go to YouTube for Robert F. Kennedy, where he discusses COVID and vaccines. You'll be, you know, it'll it'll get you out of your comfort zone, I'm sure. Just like uh, I told somebody that the flu vaccine has twenty five thousand times more mercury than it's allowed in in your drinking water. I mean, it blows your mind. And now, at the lower doses, if they're if if the volunteers are getting fatigue and headache, uh, headaches were reported sixty eight percent of participants with or without paracetamol, which is like tylenol, muscle aches, malaise, tiredness, chills, feeling feverish. So, this is what we're dealing with in, in in one set of circumstances. So let me go back and check the board, see if anybody's there that wants to ask a question. OK, well, I'll, uh, I'll get to this one question in a minute. It has to do with the MRNA. Just got to keep coming back to this headline, Bill Gates tells Trump not to investigate vaccine safety. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? So the goal of trans the transhumanist movement or human 2.0 is to transcend biology into technology, to meld human biology with technology and artificial intelligence. And we right now could be standing at the crossroads because of these mRNA COVID-19 vaccines. These vaccines are designed to instruct your cells to make SARS COVID-2 spike protein. How does it do it? Through a process called transfection. And that's the same process used to create genetically engineered organisms. And it can have either temporary or permanent effects on the genome. How is it going to affect the human genome long-term? It's unclear. But these vaccines will get into your DNA. In 2019, researchers discovered the 2009 pandemic swine flu vaccine caused narcolepsy by affecting an RNA gene that regulates the production of some cells in the brain. So that was a conventional vaccine. If a conventional vaccine can have a genetic effect, the risk of mRNA vaccines having genetic effects don't you think it's even bound to be greater? So what is the goal of this transhumanist movement? Is to meld human biology with technology and artificial intelligence. I did talk about the uh, luciferase, and we'll get into that because that's a part of this 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 vaccine also. But think about this: researchers at the University of Pennsylvania and Duke University tell us that M. RNA vaccines have potential safety issues, including local and systemic inflammation, and stimulation of autoreactive antibodies and autoimmunity, as well as development of swelling and blood clots. Now, isn't that nice? It's like these ads on television that that, that for, for drugs. It's 20 seconds about the drug and two minutes about the side effects. Right? and they, and as fast as they can talk and over the past 20 years coronavirus vaccine research has been plagued by one consistent adverse reaction and that's paradoxical immune enhancement this is caused by the fact that coronaviruses produce two kinds of antibodies neutralizing antibodies that fight the infection and binding antibodies that cannot prevent the infection incapable of preventing viral infection binding antibodies can instead trigger paradoxal immune enhancement and <clears throat> like i said those ferrets all died when they were challenged with the actual virus <clears throat> so what it means it looks great on paper until you get the disease and then it makes the, the disease far worse than it would have been otherwise again Robert F Kennedy interviews this on on YouTube and he talks about the trail using ferrets all vaccinated animals died when exposed to the actual virus and and how were you how are you going to get this shot it's not gonna be shot like everything else. It's gonna be a little different. It's not gonna be a conventional injection. It's gonna be injected using a microneedle platform and can be administered by anyone. It'll be as simple as attaching an adhesive bandage to your arm, but the adhesive side of the bandage in this case will have rows of tiny microneedles and a hydrogel base that contains luciferase enzyme and the vaccine. Because they are so so small, micro, they are said to be nearly painless when pressed into the skin. So the idea is that these micro needles will puncture the skin, deliver the synthetic RNA into the nucleus of your cells, the RNA is a coding material that your body uses and it will be it will instruct our cells to produce this viral protein. So, synthetic genes can be patented, right? If inserting a synthetic RNA ends up creating permanent changes in the genome, humans will contain patentable genes. Will we be able to, as humans, be patentable? Will we have to be a price for be- will we have to pay patent rights for being human? So the vaccine manufacturers have told us, sure, it's not going to affect your DNA. Do you believe that? The definition of transfection, according to Dr. Madage, will tell you that it can be a temporary change in the cell. And and she thinks that is what the vaccine manufacturers are banking on. Or it's a possibility for it to become stable and be taken up by your genome, become part of your human DNA. And to be so stable that it will start replicating when your own DNA replicates. It'll be a permanent part of you. It'll be a permanent part of your DNA, changing your DNA. Do we want to take that chance? It could be temporary, or it could be prep, uh, permanent. So, you know, the, the you won't know this for years, huh? You won't know this for years. And this hydrogel that's on these bandages that also involves nanotechnology and nanobots bioelectric interface is part of how the vaccination mark the mark of the bees will be able to connect to your smartphone providing information about blood sugar heart rate or any number of other biological data points it will have the ability and potential to see almost anything that goes on in your body according to dr mededge this will have immediate ramifications for our privacy yet no one has yet addressed where this information will be going and who will collect it and have access to it who's going to protect it how will it be used so if your cell phone can receive this information what information can your body receive from it In other words, if it can transmit out, can they transmit things in to our body? Could they transmit frequencies that would affect our mood, affect our behavior, affect our function, affect our thoughts, affect our memories? Transhumanism. I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, but this is scary, scary times. And then we have Elon Musk with his Neuralink, which has been described as a psychiatric disaster in the making. He wants to control your thoughts. Brilliant guy, but he's been called stupid about the brain. And they've been called, he said, the people he consults are just plain out stupid by other, other people that really work with the brain in actual patients. Some of these physicians say, I wish somebody who knows Elon Musk would say, you ought to talk to Peter Breglin. He says your consultants are stupid. So we have to be careful. Is this transhumanism inevitable? Time was going to tell, right? And it could be passed on in the worst case scenario for generations. It could be generational. So we're not going to know anytime soon. So please don't be so quick to dismiss the idea that these vaccines may cause permanent genetic changes. And I have to admit John Rappaport of No More Fake News said this 5 months ago and now now people are just talking about it. Okay, fast the fast tracking of this vaccine Well, everybody that's uh, 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 in their 50s or 60s can maybe remind themselves of the swine flu fraud, and it was a fraud. But we didn't learn from it. We didn't learn from it because then fear was also uh, propagated because they they made everybody fear a repeat of the 1918 Spanish flu. So the propaganda machines are cranking out and cranking out telling Americans to get vaccinated. Well, 46 million were and over the next few years thousands of them filed vaccine damage claims with the government. And you know what? The flu really wasn't that bad and yet we we injured millions. Uh, So you get the idea where I'm coming from from this. Please be informed. I guess that's the bottom line. And we should learn from the devastating effects of that swine flu vaccination program. Pandermix was the vaccine. No one anticipated that that vaccine, that flu vaccine had genetic consequences, but it did because it affected the RNA of our cells. All right, let's see what's going on here. All right, I hope I answered uh, everybody's questions. All right, just a couple more things, and we'll call it a day, because I could just keep going on and on with this. And, uh, you know, it's been, in my opinion and this host's opinion, everything has been orchestrated by the governments around the world. They're trying to eliminate civil liberties. trying to affect the global economy, the physical, mental, and emotional health of billions of people. Think about this, by mid-September of 2020, the U.S. recorded over 7 million cases and 198,000 deaths. 598 deaths, 98 deaths per million. Higher than Sweden, where the health officials, as we talked about last week, and we talked to actually someone from Sweden on that, uh, smart chat number two. Health officials refuse to order masking or to lock down the country and allow population to acquire a natural herd immunity. Now the World Health Organization says the overall infection mortality, people that die from COVID-19 is 0.6%. 0. 0.6%. 0. That means that 99%. of people recover. Now they came out and said only 6% of the COVID-19 related deaths were solely due to coronavirus infection. The other 94% of people were elderly people who had 2.6 comorbidities like influenza, pneumonia, heart, lung, kidney disease, high blood pressure, diabetes, or underlying poor health. So what is going on? Because this, uh, this, this uh, so-called Chinese virus has depended on data. And how about if this data-driven operation produced data that was all wrong? Especially when now the New York Times article in August reported. On a study that concluded that up to 90% of all U.S. COVID cases are false positives. Take them out of the equation. Take out the 40-some-thousand poor citizens who were tested positive and were put back in the nursing homes and died. Take out the ones who were put on ventilators. 95% of them died. And we all know the reports of hospitals writing COVID on the patient's death certificate with no justification whatsoever, not even a test. So it looks like, right? The case numbers and death numbers show evidence of fraud. You think anybody's going to go to jail for this fraud? I uh, doubt it. I also doubt it. I agree with you. When you expect some law enforcement agency to conduct an investigation of this of potential COVID fraud, looking at case and death numbers, don't you think the Justice Department should find out? False data you make, then you make false assumptions, and and you have. A bad outcome. And you know, and a lot of people have been saying this. A lot of people have been saying this. I've been saying that I have a modeler for this program, and it says that this program is going to be more successful than uh, Rush Limbaugh. How about that? You believe that one? I have some. I have some things I want to sell you. All right, one more piece of information, and then we're going to call it a day. You know, the, these clinical trials that are being conducted are doomed to fail because they, their design is fatally flawed. So what's, what's, what's going on here? So Peter Doshi, associate editor of the medical journal BMJ, and Eric Topol, Scripps Research Professor of Molecular Medicine. I've written a devastating New York Times opinion in my piece about the ongoing vaccine clinical trials. So here, what do they say? September 22nd, quote, these coronavirus trials don't answer the one question we need to know, unquote. Quote, if you were to approve a coronavirus vaccine, would you approve one that you only knew protected people only from the most mild form of COVID-19 or one that would prevent its most serious complications? Don't you think the answer is obvious that you would want one to protect against the worst cases? Now, will you be surprised to learn from these two two respected physicians That's not how the companies are testing three of the leading coronavirus vaccines, Moderna, Pfizer, and AstraZeneca. According to the protocols, that's the the standards they're using for their studies, which they released last week, a vaccine could meet the company's benchmark for success if it lowered the risk of mild COVID-19, was never shown to reduce the risk of moderate or severe forms of the disease and or the risk of hospitalization admissions or the intensive care unit or death so when you think of a vaccine works it should mean that most people no longer run the risk of getting seriously sick but see that's not what the trials are, are are meant to determine they determined and designed to show effectiveness in preventing mild cases of COVID. And do we really need a vaccine to prevent mild cases when we have therapies? And this is a good piece. I'm not going to bore you with it, but the vaccine companies uh, have set this up to, to go any way they want. So if they use the PCR test, they could just not amplify it so much and it'll be negative. And then they'll say, well, we look at this, all these people have negative tests, but if they amplify it as many times as they do for while, well, uh, testing people uh, for the coronavirus, you know, it's always positive because it 90% false positive. So these t- tr- trials are not perfect but they are perfect in one respect. They are perfectly ridiculous. And there's more to that time space. Okay, much more. So they can use a lot of tricks to make this study come out any way they want. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I just wanted to bring you up to date on... uh, on the virus and on the vaccine, let you think a little bit about it. And uh, this coming Tuesday, we're going to be talking about melatonin. It's a everybody thinks it's just for sleeping, but you know it's been recommended as part of the protocol for COVID. Did you know that? So we'll talk about that because it is part of the protocol. And, uh, next Thursday we have a fantastic author, international best-selling author. That'd be October 1st, four o'clock. She'll talk about a new book and, and simple steps to change your negative stories into positive stories. that can't be bad can it So ladies and gentlemen this podcast is on Amazon, Google, Spotify I guess most of most of you listen on Apple um, it's every it's on Pandora it's Alexa's even you could even ask Alexa for it So I want to thank you for listening and uh, we'll see you Tuesday, and we'll talk about melatonin. And uh, have a great weekend. Hey,
0: everybody. Dr. Ryan's finished for today. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. And it's all about good health. He's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house when the doctor is in the house and let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house doctor in the house, doctor is in the house doctor is in the house let the doctor know what's bothering you I'm sure he can tell you just what to do the doctor is in the house the doctor is in the house let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house so if you have a pain call the doctor if you have a strain call the doctor and let the doctor know what's bothering you or when the doctor is in the house the doctor is in the house see you next week